This episode of Blending in Business is sponsored by Love Ava Boutique. If you love super cute, comfy, trendy clothes, sizes small to 3XL and under $50, go over to loveavaboutique.com and check it out. Also on social media at Love Ava Boutique. Hey guys, welcome to the Blended in Business podcast. My name is Tessa Clemencia. I am a wife, a mom of three, a stepmom of one, and a dog mom of Penelope the Poodle. And yes, that is her real name. Join me along with this adventure of blending a family, blending businesses, and just trying to do it all without killing each other. Stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome to episode four of the Blended in Business podcast. Yeah! That's Lou. <laughs> so today we're going to be chatting about our story and, you know, how we met and just the beginning of the, all the things and how we have so many people who are like, oh my gosh, you guys are couple goals. You guys, I want to be like you. I wish my husband, I wish my wife, all these things, but they don't realize the work that it took and still takes to be, you know, in this relationship and the marriage that we're in right now. Extremely true, man. Yes. Extremely true. Yes. So we're going to talk about all those things. So it's going to get a little deep today. So strap on for the ride, I guess. Now, I want to tell the people how you just absolutely saw me and fell head over heels and you was like, oh my goodness, this guy right here is the best thing that ever happened to me in life. That's Lou's version, by the way. What? What do you mean, man? In reality, which I still have the picture, so how we met, Wow, Lou was stalking me on Instagram. <laughs> oh, so you're oh, so you about to tell the truth truth. The truth truth. Okay. So he was actually following me, and he would comment here or there, and I would like respond, and I would like a picture here or there. It, I mean, to be honest, like I didn't, he didn't pop in my head like, oh, whatever. It was just like another dude on Instagram. I didn't think much of him, to be honest. <laughs> and then I think it was like one picture you commented and said, do you have a kick? And for those who don't know what a kick is, it's basically a way to get someone's phone number without getting their actual phone number. And this was back in 2013, by the way. And so I was living in Durham and Lou was living in Greensboro. And so my cousin, uh, Shauna, was actually living with me at the time. And I like looked at her and I go, um, what's a kick? And so we're like Googling what a kick is because I had no clue what it was. And so I, I completely lied, like, day one. <laughs> I said, yeah, you know, as I'm, like, making this kick. And I, like, give it to him. Wow. <laughs> wow. I know, right? And then he um he messaged me on the kick. And then what did you do? You, like, FaceTime. No, you, you were about to FaceTime me. And then he goes, I just want to let you know I have an accent. And I was like, oh, I already know that. He's like, how? I was like, by the way, you type. He used to type reckless I like, was bad was it <laughs> yes he was yeah. so bad yeah. he would type the way he talks and for me that drove like it drove me crazy I'm like oh my gosh if you don't like type out the sentence completely it's gonna drive me crazy Tessa was trying to change me from day one man <laughs> literally <laughs> I was like goodness gracious but I fell for it you know but it's not like that anymore but yeah. I know I let him be now yeah. But yeah, so he, well, you FaceTime me and we were just chatting. I don't remember that FaceTime though. I FaceTime you? Can you believe... FaceTime on kick? No, it wasn't on kick. So after the kick thing, we were talking, um, 
on what were we talking about? Oh, you dropped those digits. Yeah, I finally you? gave you my phone number. Oh, so you fell ahead over here for yeah. sure. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, I guess I'll give him my real number now because he's maybe not an axe murderer or anything. So yeah. it was fu- it was funny because you know how this really really started was. One of my, cause you know, when I first went single, I first got separated for some reason. Everybody and their grandmother thought that they, I needed to be hooked up with someone. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, so so someone literally, I forgot her name, but I see her all the time. Really mm-hmm. nice lady. She tried to hook me up with one of her friends, mm-hmm. right? And coincidentally, she also knew you as well. Yeah. <laughs> so we you guys were friends media. or something like that, and. So I was like, so I asked her, the other lady who was trying to hook me up, I said, hey, man, your friend, does she have an Instagram? Because, you know, Instagram is everything. So um, she was like, yeah. So I got the Instagram and I saw that there was friends and I was like, yo, your friend, she's not my stilo, but what about her friend, this girl right here? And she was like, oh, I don't know her. So just little by little, you know, I just started to like like things and comment and stuff. I didn't really think nothing of it. Um, but yeah, that's you slid in my DMs. Well not really I did I did slide in the DMs. It. it was I slid in your comments. <laughs> you slid in my comments. I slid in your comments, yeah. I know. It was so it was, funny. It, yeah, it yeah. was. And it was so when I tell people how did you meet her, I say Instagram. People are like, What? I know. They're like, What? Even I'm at, like it's the same thing like a dating site, my guy. No, I don't I don't consider it a dating site because me and my friends will like battle that out. They'd be like, oh, well, should I join this dating site? I'm like, you don't have to do that. I'm like, well, you met your husband on Instagram. I'm like, but that's not a dating site. I wasn't on Instagram looking for a man. Like, you found me <laughs> the way it's supposed to be. You found me. It just you happened know, to be on Instagram, on a social you, media platform. You know you like to do you like to change things up. Man. It's the same it's, thing. It's a it's platform. Not, it's not for dating. I was on POF too. Yeah, he was, I was on POF. On P- I was on every joint trying to find what I can find. Exactly. That was during his like whole phase of life. Yes, it, yes, it was. <laughs> but I'm a change man. Actually, a- when I met Tessa, it was so weird because when I met Tessa... I was already trying to transition because I was like, yo, I'm tired of this whole, like, woman to woman, like, next person. Like, did? I don't know how people can stay single and just continue to date and date and date. It's a lot of work. Instead of trying to, they know they found someone and dating itself is a lot of work. That's why I always tell people, I always say, well, look, my real challenges in life was never really business. Have we, have I been challenged in business? Yes, but nothing has truly challenged me like a relationship and parenting relationship. Yeah, nothing has ever challenged me like that because that takes me actually having to change. It like right. I literally have to change. Legit. Unlike business, I know that I could mimic or I could just fine tune a specific action. Right. And it could give me the results that I want. True. But in a relationship, like, I, I can't, like, it, even if I fix it, that doesn't mean, like, it going to fix the other person. Because, right. you know, I'm dependent on someone else instead Literally. of a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know, like, okay, in order for me to save $10, I legit have to work and save $10. That's easy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. You but know, a relationship, in order for this that. to work right, okay, so the vacuum needs to... Pick up the this dirt that's in the carpet. I just need to turn it on and move it forward and backwards on the carpet. It's going to pick it up. Right. 
not in a relationship. That is different. It's totally different. Yeah, man. So I always tell I always tell people that's my biggest challenge for sure. Yeah. But you know, point of this thing is really you met me, you saw me, you was like, oh my god. Like when I met you, I mean, I, first of all, he was like, when we had our conversation FaceTime and just talking on the phone. I told him like upfront, I said, listen. I'm tired of all this dating crap. I'm just, I probably said oh, it nice. Oh, that's why I was going with that. Yeah, I probably said it nice. I don't really remember, like, word for word. But I do remember saying, I'm looking for a husband. Like, that's where I am at, in my life. And so, that actually kind of came from because the same season Lou was going through with, the you know, dating multiple people and things like that. I actually had went through that season as well because we're both divorced um, prior to, you know, our relationship. And so I actually had a friend who told me, and it was a really nice, it was like, it was a guy friend. And he said, Tessa, you are too good to just be somebody's like girlfriend or just someone that dates, you know, random people or whatever. Like you're meant to be somebody's wife. Like you're better than being someone's girlfriend for years and years and years type of thing. And it really hit home for me. And I took that time to legit work on myself, work on like my environment and my mindset and things like that. And it was probably like three months later. Like that's when Luce laid into my comments. Yeah. But yeah, and we we Luce did the and, same and, thing. And, and we, it was the same. And it, that's where I was going with it. Is yeah. that that's how it happened for me. I was tired of dating. I was tired of just talking to all these chicks. And then they would they would always be like, "Yo, I don't want nothing serious." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's where I'm at because you know I just separated, right. so you know I'm good." And it always and next turned thing into you more. Know, they just like they like I. Say hi to someone. I saw you said hi, and they just all like. Actually, I'm like, yo, we're not in a relationship. Though we said that, and that's when you know I was in. I think I was in church, or maybe I was laying in bed. I don't really remember. Your aha moment. At that time, yeah, it was it was an aha moment, and I was like, you know what? I need. I think I'm okay. What I thought. Let me say that. I thought I was okay, and I was like, I just need to find one person. And give this a shot again and settle down and do it the right way. You know what I'm saying? And so that's that's how I really I came across um Tessa, you know what I'm saying? And I really don't know how we made it this far except that God himself had a hand in it. Like his real hand. And the hand. fact that we yeah, his real, <laughs> real hand. Like no, his whole body his was whole body was yo. laid on our marriage. For real, for real. Yes, because we were we, I mean, we went through it, man. I mean, uh, anything you can think about from going, because you know, when at that time we was, um, I was working at AT and T. Yeah, and so I, you moved. I, I, he taught me into moving. Yeah, <laughs> closer to him because I have an early childhood education background. So of course I was teaching, and everybody in the world makes more than a preschool teacher is what it seems like. So we had the conversation of like, okay, well we've been dating. We were dating for a while, like, and we knew that we were gonna get married. And he's like, okay, well, your lease is up. And instead of like doing all these things, you know, move closer to me because my job could technically transfer. And he's like, and actually he threw out, well, I make more. <laughs> Remember that? I did say that. He said I that. Also, I said that and also <laughs> said I had better benefits because at that time you, you didn't did. really have I, benefits. Yeah, I didn't have benefits. He, yeah. he did have better benefits. But like, I was like, oh, okay, you going to pull that card on me? But yeah. now. Yeah. But yes, I was, able, I was able to transfer my job, thankfully. Even and though. by the way, can you believe that what we thought was making more was like $35,000? was it? Twenty to forty, depending yeah. on the bonuses. And when I met you, actually, they actually took away unlimited OT away, which is overtime. Yeah. So literally, I was probably like at 
Tardy or tardy $5,000. Right. So I'm like, oh, so I thought you were making all this money for me to move all the way to Greensboro. I was like, this is basically what I was making too. So, and his, like, the way, because I had more, like, deductions or something. So I still technically yeah, brought you, home. Yeah, you brought home way more. I brought home my, more. Yeah, my I taxes was like, was on another I know. Level. I was like, we should have, like, lined up our numbers first. But no, it's fine because it all worked out for the better. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we moved in and then we moved in. It was about, only a couple of months later or so, we had started CCC, and then we got engaged. I'm, like, trying to stay on the timeline of, like, of all the things. And, like... If I, you really have to break all that down, we'll be here forever. Because, I mean, in between legit. all of that, a lot of stuff really happened. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm... Because did we tell them that you put CCC together in a day? Like, yeah. did we tell them we all told, of that I want to say we told them that in another podcast. But okay. we, we'll go into detail about all those things in part two of the highlight reel okay but yeah so and then we got engaged oh my gosh you guys i felt like i was engaged to the cheapest man on the planet oh yeah man because planning this wedding was crazy i've just never (laughs) really believed in um huge weddings because i just don't feel like i want to like have all these people there that really don't care about you and and you have to feed them right and i actually like my guy Okay. I actually agree with you All on right. that. I yeah. agree with you yeah, on you that. Yeah, you did. But I mean, honestly, you know, now I, I would still do it small, but I would do it more elegant because I, you did a great, phenomenal job at like making it look yes. away and it wasn't really that expensive. Right. So like, even my mom's was impressed. Like, you know, it's hard to impress that. Exactly. Lady. She still talks about our wedding <laughs> to this day, like how nice it was and legit, like our, my dress, his tux, or he actually had a suit, a fitted like uh, suit, the kids' attire. Food, drinks, venue, everything was still like under four thousand dollars. So, and I had and to like four grand was a lot for me. I know, too, and I had to it? stretch it. Like Lou was to the point where he was like, "I don't even want to have a wedding. I don't want to get married. This is costing too much." And, and I'm like, and then, and then a lot. And then we was also going through some tough times because I didn't. I can't really remember what was we I were, pissed about. I was always pissed about something. Yes, but we were also new business owners too. So we were oh, new business yeah, owners. Man. And also True. trying to plan a wedding. And Lou always jokes. He goes back. He goes. This is when we lived in our apartment by the way and so he always jokes and says you remember the times we used to live in our little apartment spend our little seven hundred dollars a month and it was just so nice and just so happy and i said because we had jobs that's why <laughs> it was happy but having like starting a new business that's on a whole nother level so we were just like under a lot of stress it was crazy y'all Oh my goodness! But I, th- those were my favorite times. I mean, I don't want to say <laughs> favorite times. I think we were closer like, quarters. Like it was so much smaller. Like we had to like be around each other. I mean, me and you are around each other all the time. But like for the kids and everything, mm-hmm. I feel like they didn't have much space, so they were always around us. You was always thinking about the kids a lot, though. Yeah. Where I think they they're adaptable. They they would have been all right. I mean, you know, I still feel like we should we need to be in an apartment. I still feel that way and I know you were against that big time. Listen, I used to tell Lou before I'm about to break down on that. Remember the hut? I remember. I was like, if it's up to you, we live in a freaking hut. Like Yo, I remember you saying I don't care about like super like luxurious things like that, but I do care about my home and and my car. Like that was I was like, these are just my two things. And I think it's more so because I have kids. Like if I don't have kids, I will legit thug it out in a tent 
and keep my money and be good. And that's funny because <laughs> at, at, at um, the Soul Space um, thing that we went to for the one-year anniversary party, yeah. I legit told the guy that was there, I was talking to him, I said, man, if I had my wife, I would have been kicking. That, <laughs> it's my fault. Yeah. That wasn't your fault. Actually, if it wasn't for you, I don't think that I would be where I'm at today. And maybe Aww. I would be, seriously, but I would... I, I don't. I can't give you answers. God walks like yeah. his. I can't really I, like. Look, I can't question his. That's true. Because I was. You can ask all of my old guy friends. Yeah. I was looking for a business idea for a minute, and the minute I got with you, it wasn't even what was it even? The it was a second apartment. You moved from Durham. Yeah. So we. we it wasn't even six months. Yes. Yeah, so was I it moved, six months? What, with, no, by the time I moved in, it was less than six months when you got the idea. Yeah, yeah it, it literally came to... Like, when I tell a cat, yo, how did you get into the cleaning world? And I'm like, yo, I was sleeping, and then I felt like something punched me in my head, and I woke up, and I'm like, what's going on? And then I wake you up the next morning, and I was like, yo, I had a weirdest deep dream, and I don't even have dreams. So you're like, oh, what was it? Yeah, it's like... I dreamed about having a cleaning business, but and he I don't ain't never cleaned a thing in his life. <laughs> and then you was like, "Well, you should look into it, Lou." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, sure." Because you know, at those times, which was one of my favorite things, we was able to wake up in bed. This was pre Grayson, yeah, by the this way. This is pre. Yeah. What I say? Oh, B G. I always say before Grayson, <laughs> like when I refer to like like times of things of us doing stuff, or sometimes I even do it with my body. I'm like also this before was BG. before business, so B B. Yeah, B B and B G. <laughs> We ain't talking big booty people. Yeah, BB. we will wake up and legit have coffee in bed and just and like talk, talk and, and just talk yeah. about all the things. I kind of miss that though. I mean, we still I mean, can do I it for mean, like five minutes now. Maybe, <laughs> maybe two and a half. Yeah, and then Grayson busts in the door and he's legit on 10 running back and forth growling, oh, you know, crashing things because he thinks he's a Hulk in real life. And we're not going to crush his dreams. If he thinks he's a Hulk, he can be whatever you hey, want to be. Hey, man, whatever you want to be, man. <laughs> You whatever can be the hope. But what which I was recently telling telling Tessa, oh that's a whole different thing because I I don't want to get off topic. But I believe strongly <laughs> in not really uplifting these kids to make them think that they could do or be something that they cannot oh. be. Like you literally could see it. Yeah. Like I you know, cause you know, maybe people don't know, but I mean, you know, honey, that I am all about uplifting yes, and you're highlighting. Very positive person. And yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm all about but if you cannot like yes. son, you cannot say like, yo, I'm about to jump out this window and I will fly. I'm like, son, trust me, you cannot do that. Okay. Yes. Like we wanna all right? we want you to like be your best. <laughs> I self want and... you to be real about this. Yeah, thing. we have to be realistic too. Yeah. But... Yeah, but anyway, so back so back to the um to the dream that I had. Oh yeah. Oh well really we wasn't even on that. We was just talking about how um so we move there to the to the apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had the dream. Yeah. And so, honestly, be- prior to that, I was asking my friend, hey, you have a business idea. You This is the reason why I moved to the States. You do realize. Yeah. like I people moved always to the ask, States. why did he move from St. Thomas? Yeah. Like, it's beautiful there. And you I was good. Here. Like, I had, I, I so, on, on St. Thomas, I didn't even have rent. I was good, son. Like, I was good. And living I wasn't even life. living with my moms. Like, I was legit good. I, I like I'd sit down. And I'd be like, I wonder how it will be, but I'm questioning God's joint. Yeah. I used to, because as I moved up here, because I thought St. Thomas is 32 square miles, you can only reach but so far. Right. 
But that's because I didn't have a wide lens like I do now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I moved here for business and I, I didn't even start a bit. I like I couldn't. Like I get when I moved here, I was like, Oh son, this is a whole new world. This is different. I have a real corporate job. I could climb this ladder. You know, I could like live this and look, it's easy to get a loan for a house. And I was literally falling into the deep creek hole yep. that so many of us fall in where you have to Grow up, get a great education, yep. get a great job, buy a house, a get a dog, fence. get a yes, white picket <laughs> the fence. The American dream. I'm like, no wonder it's a freaking American dream. You have to be sleep to really <laughs> believe that. Yeah. Son, that is this not is how it is debt. anymore. This is why us as a country are in debt. Of course. Yes. But anywho. This is why I always talking about owning a home. Like, listen. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you, cause you know Tessa, guys. Tessa don't like when I talk about this, but I gonna tell you. If th- my advice, if you ever go on to my Louis Clemencia social media, uh, Instagram, or my uh, Facebook page, my advice is mostly for people who uh, want more or for entrepreneurs. Like, yeah, I believe in happiness. So if yeah. you're happy, like my brother, he's a, a he's happy with oh, yeah. with with what he does. Right. He's an engineer. He, he does the Navy stuff. He is fully happy. He yes. loves his house, like loves his house. He loves doing stuff on the weekends. Me, I love businesses. So when I talk to an entrepreneur, right? right. Or, I, or I talk to somebody who is complaining. Like if you're complaining, that's one of my biggest things. I believe that you need to make a change. Yeah. You complaining about your job about your situation, your life, your wife, your kids. Yeah. You need to make a change, yo. Right. Like, you legit have control. Yeah. So, like, you... if a cat talking about, yeah, you know, I'm going uh, to buy this house. And, and people always get me like, why would you buy a house and rent it out and not buy a house for yourself? Yes, because I'm creating income for the future. So, if I could take 20, because, you know, if you're a business owner, it ain't like you could get, like, an FHA loan or something. You either need to put down 10 or 20%. Because right. your money's not going to show like you having a regular steady job. Yeah. So if I could take 20 to 40 to 40 grand and give it to a house for a down payment, and I could legit take this money and throw it into a business because I know for a fact that the house that I would buy now is not the house that I would buy 5, 10, 15 years later. I ain't saying, like, you should never buy a house. That's not my thing. My thing is build your business first. That's what's going to feed you. Yeah. And your future. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That is absolutely true. So we yeah, bring real loop back in. When he get on his like little oh, yeah. box, <laughs> I, I, I go I go hardcore on that because I get I get passionate on that. I have I get passionate on business like you get on family. I know and relationships like families and relationships. I get passionate about and then business. Loop well, life. now actually now you you are a lot more passionate in business. Yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. I am. That is true. Yeah. And so where are we as far as like family goes? Okay, so we've gotten past our wedding. We've we've yeah, gotten married. I, I was being cheap. I, I don't yes. consider myself being cheap. I've always told you I'm he, frugal. He legit guys was like, I'm not having this wedding. Like he was ready to be like, you, yeah, we I just gonna like live that. together forever. Pissed. We don't get married, <laughs> or yeah. we're gonna have to go to court because I'm not paying for this. So I'm like, I'm gonna crunch these numbers down because I'm gonna have my wedding. 
Okay. It was nice too. And I'm I mean, the type like it. if I want something, nobody can tell me no. Like if it's legit. I love that about you, though. Like, seriously. Thank you, babe. Legit. If if it's on my heart and this is what I want, and I've been like this since birth, and mm-hmm. just like a quick little backstory, I just it still sticks with me. I remember when I was in high school and I wanted to go to prom. My mom can afford the dress that I wanted. And I tried it on. And I'm a very decisive person. Like, even when I went to try my wedding dress, I wasn't, like, in 20 dresses. I was probably in, like, four. And so, same for prom. I went in, looked around. I was like, ooh, this is the one I want. Because remember when I go shopping, I can walk in a store, like, scan it. And I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. Like, I'm very decisive in that way. And so, I went in the store. And I was like, I really love this dress. It's going to be my dress. I said it was going to be my dress. And my mom was like, oh, that dress is, like, $500. And I'm a single parent. So, you got to figure some things out. And so I basically figured it out, figured out how to get all the money and what she could afford to like put towards it as well. And I went back to the store probably like a week or so later. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, paid for the dress and tried it on again and stuff. And I remember the guy who like checked us out. He told my mom, he's like, this girl's a go-getter. When she wants something, she gets it. And she's going to be something one day. I, it still sticks with me. And Definitely. I'm like, oh my gosh, like Definitely. that was so good. But anywho... I didn't let lose no stop me either. I was like, first of all, I want this wedding and we're going to figure it out. We're going to crunch some numbers and make it happen. And so, you know, of course we had our wedding. Our wedding was so much fun. Um, the nice and simple too. It was so simple. Yeah. Oh my God, it was very simple. But I think after the wedding, it was like, okay, the stress of the wedding is over. But now it's like real life day to day. And then like, of course, after you quit your job and we were both business owners together, you guys, I mean, it just, it was a lot of stress on us, period, just to like, we didn't have that, oh, well, we're going to get paid every two weeks type of thing. So, and of course, money can sometimes put a stress on your relationship. And then on top of that, me and Lou brought in baggage into our relationship that we didn't really completely check at the gate yeah, <laughs> when we boarded yeah. this plane together. That's what, that's what, uh, I, that's what I was saying when I first said I thought I was good. I yeah. legit thought I was good. Yeah, and same for me. I was like, oh yeah, I, you know, I took my time to heal myself. I'm good or whatever. Oh, man, man. And. If you guys don't know, I'm the youngest of three girls. And so I'm the baby of the family on my mom's side. Even out of like the grandkids, I'm the youngest. So I always kind of got my way. So that whole not listening to the no thing was a good thing. But sometimes it could turn me into a brat at the end of the day. And so I would bring in those bratty type ways. Or on top of that, you know, in our last podcast, we talked about breaking generational curses. And so I was raised by like strong, independent women and Lou was, like, trying to come in and kind of, like, be the man. I'm like, uh, nah, bruh. Like, I'm strong, independent. I don't need no man <laughs> type yeah, of thing. But yeah. I'm like, but I do because you're here and, you know, we, we're supposed to be. Which is very weird because my mother was just like you. But it's very strange because in my culture, uh, which I mostly, I grew up on St. Thomas. But the yeah. culture itself was a Hispanic culture because my family from Dominican Republic. Um, so, you know, like. Like, when I got with you, I had to learn to change so many things because I thought the woman is supposed to literally take care of the household and I do all the outside stuff only. And you're like, no, dude. Right. You about to be helping me in this house. Yeah. And I was like, "Uh, I don't know because, you know, I grew up where... The women going to be taking care of the kids. They're going to yes. be waking up, taking care of the kids. They're going to be waking up, Making you know, cooking, bringing me lunch, food. Dinner. Like, that's how my family operated with their husbands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And, and 
the men were outside people and right. the, the women was only inside and caretakers. Care, yeah, that's it. So, and that was a huge Yeah, that issue was a huge problem between in our marriage. us. Big I time. Mean, I was, I, we had complete different <clears throat> expectations and we really didn't, I guess, sit down and completely discuss them. We even had premarital counseling and stuff too, but it wasn't, it didn't really go over the deep, deep stuff. And so I think sometimes putting out what those expectations or what your life is going to look like ahead of time or even just constantly kind of like revisiting it is important because it changes as you yeah. know like your stuff changes i mean lou would legit get mad at me about like coffee or about you know it was a lot of stupid or stuff. Lo- like i mean i'm like well that mostly wasn't... actionable stuff though yeah it's like an of act my... of service like a love language type of thing yeah. and yeah. so i mean and we would just like butt heads <clears throat> over it and i'm like i'm doing things too i'm not gonna make breakfast lunch and dinner type thing because of course, I'm being raised by these, you know, strong women. So that's coming into it. And I'm like, I'm not submitting to you. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be a thing. And we would like get into arguments so many times. And people, again, they're like, they see us and they're like, oh, I just want to be like you guys. I can't tell you how many times it's been so many times, probably like in the past that I have like told you. I'm going to divorce you, basically. So we probably like, went through that like every day. Maybe every week. Like, every day is like too much, the, but every week. In the beginning, I felt like it was all the time. And for me, like in relationships, I felt like I always had the upper hand. Like I was the one who always broke up with people and things like that. And so I was just like, I'm going to get to you before you get to me type of thing. And so I would treat our marriage like a regular boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. Yeah. You know what actually changed that for me um, was um, I was talking to one of our clients, Miss Beth. And um, I think they were celebrating their 20th year or 10 or 15. I don't really remember, but it was a lot of years. And I specific, and I just asked her, I said, hey, so Miss Beth, what is one, if you could give a younger person one advice about marriage, what would it be? Because I, I always tell people, anytime Tessa meets a couple... Yeah, and they've been married. Who a long has time. been married for an extremely long time? She it never feels like you could know like clockwork. And trust me, she's not like a repetitive I'm not person a clockwork like that. Person at all. <laughs> she would actually say, "What's the secret?" Yeah, always. And so I said to her, and I said, "Yeah," because you know Tessa would would um, ask if she would if she was here. I picked it up from her, and Miss Beth, right? She said, "Huh, you know." With her husband, she uses her husband. Her husband's name said, um, "We never spoke about divorce or separating." And I said to her, "Huh? Well, that's all Tessa and I do." And then she looked at me like, and then she looked at me like, like she didn't know what to say. And I was like. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. And after she said that is when I came home and I told Tessa and then we was trying to make it like a point not to bring that up. We still brought it up like but it was starting to become less and less and less to now. It doesn't really come up. Like, now we don't say that. Like, it hasn't been a thing in a long time. I mean, I still get yeah, And the I mean, thing is, all of our issues and problems still show up today, but it's on a smaller scale. Let me give you a little breakdown from, like, the past. Even with us dating, Lou would legit, if he was mad at me, he could go, like, a week 
and not talk to me. And oh, I, yeah. that would drive yeah. me crazy. Yeah, I think we touched on that a little bit on, on our last podcast that we didn't. No, we I were don't talking think so. to somebody else. But yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of that, re- yes, we did touch on it because we were talking about the book. Oh. Yeah, where, where I was telling you that a lot of that really came about, I didn't know how to express myself yeah. because I thought that men are not supposed to do that. Right. And yeah. so I didn't do so, it effectively. Yeah. yeah, if Lou was mad, he's like, well, I don't know what to say, so I'm not going to say anything. And yeah. he could, like, walk by me and, like... Yeah, like, I could literally, literally ignore Literally act like I did not even exist. That, that you that you've really that, hated Yes, that. because so my love language is words of affirmation. So he would, like, take the words away from me because he wouldn't say anything to me. And I would just be like... I'm going to divorce him. <laughs> I mean, that would just be my instant thing. It's like, if something's not working out, I'm going to quit. Like, you know, of course, I tell you guys now, just keep moving. Don't quit. Because literally, that's what I do. I do that in marriage. I do that in business. All those things. Because in the past, I just thought, okay, it's not working. Let me just dust my hands because divorce is so easy. And we went into this knowing, like, for us, I want to say it was like an 80 or 90% mm. divorce rate because we were second time married. Absolutely and blended. blended. So Lou came into the relationship with a son. I came into the relationship with two girls, both from previous marriages. So we already knew that we had all these hits on us and we still decided to make the choice no, to go honestly, forward. Honestly, Tessa, even, even recently, we was having a discussion and she said, you came into this relationship knowing. Honestly, I did not. I was not aware. <laughs> was it La La Land? I was, yo. I thought like I could come into this relationship. I could show your kids mad love. No. And they're going to accept it. And I'm a genuine, nice he, person. He I like to love and kids and love on people. Daddy I thought, here. Yeah, I did, son. <laughs> like I was in absolute La La Land. I yes. thought like these kids would be like, oh, Lou, he's going to take us out and he's going to. It was not like that. Like, her kids was just a little bit different. So, like, there was... They weren't like, really the, receptive yeah, to, like, there all the, the love and, and that type of hugs and that all the things that he wanted to give them. They're like, whoa, dude, like, I just met you. Relax. And then, <laughs> as time And then I would shut down. Yeah, and then he would shut down because he's like, I'm trying, but they're not receiving. And then it was just like a ping pong type back and forth of, like, well, they're not showing me love, so I ain't going to show them love. And, like, yeah. it's just kind of been, like, the ongoing thing. And, and, it, and guys, guess what? It's still like that. Yeah. It's still like that. The only reason, the only difference is now... That we have a much more re, um, Respect. respectable relationship, but I don't waver. Like I don't go up and down like I used to. I I don't go up high and I don't stay there, and I don't go down low and I don't stay there. I stay at a place where I actually believe this and that. Tessa doesn't even really like this, but all of us were okay with it except for Tessa because and I it's because, want everyone to be their best self. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was about to say because Tessa, what, what she sees for her family. Is like, like she wants nothing but the best, and and I honestly understand it, but I, I personally feel different. So I stay in the middle with them, and I show, I just I I don't I don't waver on that because I'm not a wavering type of guy anyways. So I just stay right in the middle. He stays in a neutral position, very like, neutral. You know, oh, we, we hang out, we chat, we do family things, but at the same time, you're not like initiating. Yeah, like let's yeah, go do these things, true. and then they're not initiating to go do things either. So it's like there's a, just a mutual, but, mutual. Know, I actually respect. thought I was yeah, it, it, it is, and and they agree with that. But I actually thought about why why I'm not like that, and I think personally um, that I just think that that's a woman thing. It, you know, that's that has to do with my past as well yeah. i just believe that women make 
the household. Right. You know, whereas a man like provides it. It's just like the man being outside yeah, doing the, the hard old work. School mentality. Yeah, it's, it's an old school thing. Yeah. Which don't really coincide with us because we're like the generation of business yeah, owners. But it's and like it's, it's, a, like... it's an ongoing thing, and it's just like something that's not going to happen overnight. And that's kind of my mindset of me being like more patient about it because it's gotten better. But yeah, at the same over time, time, over time, over time. But just like I always say, oh well, you can't change a man. I've had you know girls message me and say, oh well, how did you get you know how to how did you get Lou to act like this or how did you get him to change or whatever <clears> it may be. And the only thing that has worked for our marriage is I legit pray for him every single day. I pray for him to have a soft you know, heart towards me or to the situation and not be so like hard-hearted basically towards whatever's everything, going on or I everything. Was, I was and that's like the way that. he was. I'm like, yeah. I asked God to soften his heart towards certain things. I mean, down to the point where when, what, like having Grayson or before we got pregnant with him, I was told that we're supposed to get pregnant and things like that, but God didn't tell you that. Yeah. And I'm like, well. And that was another thing I was pissed about. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> what in the world? Like, I don't want to, because we came into this relationship and we both said we did not want to have any more kids. I had the girls. He has a boy. We're like, this is what it is. And I was fine with that, but it literally was like placed on my heart to have another one. And I still have it in my journal to this day because I was fasting at the time, I believe, and I was journaling every day. And I, it, in my journal, it says that. This is the only time, by the way, that I've ever heard God clearly speak to me. And he said, you're supposed to have a son and his name is going to be Gray. And so I even looked it up. So Grayson, the way I spell it, um, G-R-E-Y-S-O-N, is actually, it means steward versus G-R-A-Y-S-O-N. It just stands for gray-haired son or something (laughs) like that. And so that's why I decided to spell it that way. Because I'm like, well, I don't know which way to spell it. And I looked them up in the meanings. And so that's why I went with that one. But before that, actually, so once I got all that, I actually started praying for Lou. And I was like, if this is meant to be, and this is what something we're supposed to do, I pray that God also tells him that and lays it on his heart too. And he legit came back to me and was like, you know what? I, I've been feeling, you know, like, I, I think I'm on board with all this and stuff. like. And I'm like, oh, really? I mean, of course it wasn't instant. It wasn't like the next day. But he was like, okay, let, let's try. And so <laughs> we tried once and got pregnant with Gray. He was like, what the world? <laughs> yeah, I was pissed about that because, you know, when you hear people saying that they're trying, like they literally trying. He thought he had like trying. six months to a year type yeah, of thing. Yeah, I thought, I thought like it would Lord take a minute. But when the Lord you that you're supposed to have this baby, it, it, it's going to happen instantly. Okay? I didn't feel like you nut and like, oh, I'm pregnant. I'm like, yo, hold on now, lady. I what do you mean you're pregnant? How and by who? Okay. <laughs> I gave him this onesie with the pregnancy test in it and stuff. And I was like, you're going to be a daddy again. Man, so and he goes, and he goes, how? <laughs> because we were getting still like, you know, still fresh in business. And he said to me before, you know, this whole baby thing, he said, I want to be able to be there for my son. I want to be hands on. You know, that wasn't always the case with his first son. So he wanted whatever, you know, child that we bring into this new space. He wanted to be able to be there for all the things. And so. I mean, it's always worked out that and he's Grayson is like always on with him with everywhere he goes. And and so I think he was a little bit shocked about one. It only took one time. But also the fact that, you know, we were just new and like, oh, my gosh, I wasn't planning for this. And he'll be here nine months or he or she or whatever. 
and this business is still new. That's so, right. And I'm still actually out in the field working. And right now, you want to have another one, but God ain't said you need to have another one. <laughs> God ain't telling you. You want to give Gray a little. I'm like, man, I mean, we, you we, guys, you we guys, are already at our limit. Lady. We're at capacity. Actually, we're not at capacity. We still have one more seat in my truck, technically. Oh, my goodness. But I only Look. say that because Grayson is so wild, and I feel like he has nobody except the dog and us because his siblings, of course, you know, they're his siblings and they play with him, but very minimal. And then I thought, well, you know what? He has a brother. And, you know, boys mentally are kind of like the same age, no matter the gap, for quite some time. And so I was like, you know what? It'll be fine. He has a brother. And, you know, Grayson is three. His brother is nine. And it just does not work out because he's uh, he's much more mature. <laughs> he wants to hang out with my daughter, who's 10, because, of course, they're closer in age. And so... And they want to do things that not and 10-year-olds do. And Grayson is just still, you know, like hell on wheels. So I'm like, if we give him a sibling to kind of like play with, then it'll be a lot better. Because I legit had Hayden, which is my 10-year-old, for my 12-year-old Brooklyn. Because she used to talk my head off all the time and want me to just be with her and talk to her and play with her 24-7. And I was just like... I love you, but you can like I can't do this twenty four seven. I need to give you a sibling, and people will probably be like, "That's horrible to say out loud," but it's the truth. And so that's where Hayden came from, and it worked out for my good because she definitely has someone else to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, on the next podcast here, so yeah, we're so gonna we're break down. yeah we're breaking this up because it's so long, and I know for me. When I listen to podcasts, I don't want to listen to someone talk for like two hours. I like for it to be more broken up. And most people, you know, attention span is kind of the same way. So we're going to actually stop this one here. And you'll hear part two on next Monday. And we'll incorporate a lot more of like our ups and downs of business as well. Because again, social media makes you think that everyone's business is perfect. People, you know, look at us and think, oh, you guys are perfect. You, you guys go on dates every week. You do all these things. And it's like, yes, because we're very intentional because we've legit been to hell and back in our marriage. So we're trying to be our best selves and make that choice every single day to be our best selves. So that way we can show up for our spouse and our kids and the people around us at a hundred percent versus not. At Absolutely. The end of the day. Yeah. So make sure you tune in for part two. And if you're listening to this, make sure you take a screenshot and tag us at so on social media. What's your name at what? Luis Clemencia, L-E-W-I-S-C-L-E-M-E-N-C-I-A. That's how I have to spell our last name in order for me to spell it right. If I spell it like all together, I'm like, I think I think I missed a letter or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to say C-L-E-M-E-N-C-I-A. <laughs> but I'm at Tessa. I think Tessa M. Clemencia is mine. And so you can definitely tag us on it. And we'd be so grateful if you would rate us and subscribe and leave a review. And we'll actually start reading some of the reviews probably next week, too, because we have a few, like, a little bit now, so. Yeah, yeah. I actually need to log on and go look at this. Yeah. But listen, guys, if this brings you any type of value, please share with your friends yes. um, and your family or maybe someone that you think yes. needs this. It would yes. mean the world to me. Because people are not perfect. Don't get caught up in what you see on social media. Man, that thing could really it, throw you out. Right, and I also, side note, encourage you, especially women, even so, this is for the married folks. It can be for your boyfriend, girlfriend, too. If you're upset with your spouse, that's why I say social media is the highlight reel. If you're upset with your spouse, discuss that with your spouse. Don't discuss it with your family. Don't throw that on social media because in reality, you're going to stay with the, your husband or wife or whatever. 
And then people are going to be like, oh, so, you know, now I know all your business type of thing. So I say social media and, is the highlight reel. And they would also treat them differently and they'll because treat they're them not differently. the one in the relationship right. with them. Right, exactly. That um, even goes to like telling your, you know, family and but friends. But let's, let's really, let's really nail that down on the next podcast. Oh, yeah. that, that right there really takes a, a lot of explanation. Because yeah. a lot of people actually going through that as well. Because, right. you know, we all make that ex- uh, mistake because we feel like we need to tell someone else right where in reality they're not gonna like fix it or like give you the answers that you're looking for yeah for a resolution because they're not the one in the relationship right. and most of us make the mistake to tell someone who's not even in a good oh relationship gosh, or yes. in a relationship yes. yes but that's right <laughs> i know let's dig deeper into yeah. that on part two and so we will chat with you guys next week bye guys thank See you, guys you for around. tuning in